Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. I've built a multiple six-figure business on social media and have mentored now thousands of women across multiple industries on how to do the same. If you're ready to drop the excuses, learn all the juicy secrets, and step fully into the six-figure and beyond boss that you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm so happy you are here. I hope you're having a wonderful day. But if you're anything like many, many of the driven, hardworking, passionate, creative, powerhouse, high-achieving women that I have the honor and privilege to work with every day, you might be in a funk. (laughs) And same, and same. So if you are feeling funky, if it's just, I'm still feeling like, I mean, definitely remnants of seasonal depression. It's, I mean, it's February. It's starting to very slowly warm up in Tennessee. But when I tell you that my driving force in my business right now, my most of my motivation in my business right now is to earn enough so that I never have to spend another winter in Tennessee again. That is how rough this season has been on me. I don't know why. Well, I know why. A few reasons, which we'll talk about later on. Can't talk about it now. Not trying to like tease anything and be that person, but you'll, it'll make sense later. But, um, yeah, I'm over it. (laughs) I'm over it. And I just want to be happy again. (laughs) I just want to be happy again. I'm like overall happy. I just feel very blah and there's really not many reasons. It's interesting. All that to say, If you feel the same, you are in good company. There's a lot of people. And if you don't, good for you. Ride that freaking wave. I am so happy for you. And I know that I'm going to bounce back and I'm going to be great. And if you're feeling funky, you're going to bounce back and you're going to be great in a matter of days, I'm sure, if not tomorrow. So we're all going to make it. But hi, however you're feeling, good. And we're going to be okay. Okay. So I got a comment, um, or I got a message on Instagram with a really, really good question. And as soon as I read it, I was like, wow, that's, that's the podcast topic for this week. And it was just so thoughtful. And I feel like so relevant to where a lot of us are right now and how a lot of us might be feeling. And the question was, she said, sometimes it seems like you have to become burnt out in order to be successful because it's the successful people talking about how they got burnt out and then learned from it. And then she said, I'm trying to avoid burnout when working, but I feel impatient with my results and then think that I should work harder in order to get my goals. What are your thoughts on this? How freaking relatable is that? If you've never felt that way, 
you will one day, but I'm sure at some point we have all felt that way. And what really stood out to me is the first part where she said it's like every, or it feels like it seems like every successful person that's done something cool in business has some part of their story that includes burnout. And I mean, even mine, right? Like the, the beginning of my journey, I started one business, got super burnout, wasn't happy, which then pivoted and, you know, um, inspired me to start the business that I have now. So that's even part of my story. And I share that often. So it's, I get that. And it's, it's so easy to see so many examples of something and then create a story about it. And, and then kind of consciously or unconsciously believe, okay, then if all these people have this experience and that must be just what you have to experience. That must be the prerequisite. The that has to be maybe the I, I don't know the the test that you have to go through before you finally can achieve success. And what I'm learning and what I am currently in the process of reconditioning myself on is that the struggle the burnout, the drama is not a requirement for success. Okay. The struggle, the burnout, the drama, and everything in between is not a requirement. You can't that right. Like no, you can't be successful because you haven't worked yourself to the bone or you haven't worked yourself to depression or ruined half of your relationships because of your addiction to work, whatever. Like that's not, where is that written? Where, where is that? That's not a universal law here, but why do we see it all the time? Because it feels like it. Because to, to my friend's point who sent in this question, it's like, almost, or it feels like everybody's experience is there's some form of burnout in their story. And then they skyrocket for whatever reason. So my experience, and this is my opinion, my perspective, because like who freaking knows, but my opinion is that so many people's story, because we all kind of bought into that paradigm we all have been conditioned or most of us have been brought up in a generation where that was the story. You work hard. If you want to create a life of your dreams or achieve high levels of success, you go to school, you get the education, you get the certificates, and then you work really, really hard in the same job for years and 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 years. And then you become worthy of the success. Then you can afford the vacations and you, right? Like we, we've all, not we all, a lot of us have been raised in that way. So we see that, like I saw that from my parents. I saw that from my dad. I still see that from my dad. He works his butt off like nobody I've ever seen. And, and I was raised in that way. So I was like, okay, that's, that's what you do. You like, you work hard, 
you find something that you like, or maybe not even that you like, but pays well, or something that you, your parents wanted you to do, or you think you should do. And then you work hard, regardless of how you're feeling, regardless of how much it takes you away from your friends and your family and your passions. That doesn't matter. What matters is the success, the achievements. A lot of us have been raised in that way. And because of that, we have that it's deep rooted conditioning. And that's not something that you just wake up one day or you listen to this podcast or you hear somebody else and you're like, oh, oh, that that was just one way to do things. That's not the way to do things. It's one way to do things, right? Like there's many ways to get to California, right? Like if I wanted to get to California right now, there's a lot of different ways. The work hard, the work hard paradigm would be me like outlining the United States of America to get there, like starting going north instead of heading west toward California. I'd go north and I'd go up and and trace the outline of the United States until then I got all the way west, got to Washington and then pointed south and drove south like that. That's like the work hard paradigm. But that's not the only way to get to California. I could also buy a plane ticket and fly or just drive west. <laughs> there, there are multiple ways, but we've been trained to drive the long way because that's the noble thing to do. That's what people do. And there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean these people are wrong or our parents are wrong. It's, it's just what they knew at the time. So we're seeing a lot of people who have been literally trained with that mindset and they did it, right? They went like me, I went to college. Why did I go to college? Because it was the thing to do. I didn't want to go to college. Did you know, I couldn't, I put myself through college. My parents could not put me through college. It was me. And it was like, I could, I was bartending, doing marketing, well, this is actually before I was doing the social media. I was, I was bartending. I was, I always, I've always served. I always either waited tables or then once I was old enough to serve liquor, your girl served liquor because hello, that's where the money is. So I've always worked at like casinos and bars and, and that's, and that's how I put myself through college. And I had to take out a crap ton of student loans, not because I wanted to, but because that was the thing to do. And I was so scared to be the the one of my friends that didn't go to school. And I was afraid that I was going to be like this loser who didn't go to college. And I think back now and it's like, <laughs> first of all, do I even, I got a marketing degree, which is fascinating because I didn't know that I would essentially like be doing what I'm doing now but I don't know what I know because of college. Like that's hilarious. So my point is you see a lot of people and their, their story includes burnout. It includes struggle. It includes these super dramatic stories where they push themselves to these insane limits because that's just what we thought we had to do. But what we're seeing now is the pendulum is now swinging the other way. Thank God. And we're starting to see that that's just one way to get to California. That's that is an option. And that option will always be available to you. 
You can always do that. And again, it's there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. If you want to do that, great, because that feels safe for people. But it's not the only way to get to success. There are so many other options and paths available to us. But you first have to be aware of them. And also, you have to have faith in that process. Because if you decide, okay, I'm not going to drive to California. I'm, I'm not going to go the old way. That's not what I'm going to do. I'm going to instead, I'm going to fly. So-and-so said that I could fly. And, and I'm going to fly. But I don't believe that that's actually going to get me there. I don't actually, I actually think that I might ruin my life if I fly. Like if I fly, there's a chance that everything could go down in flames. But, you know, so like, then you're not going to get on the plane. You might think about it. You might buy the ticket, but like, you're not going to, you're not going to see it through. You have to have faith in that process. You have to believe that that way will also get you to your goals. And, and that's not to say that hard work isn't part of that path either. Like, and we all have like, obviously we all have different definitions of hard work. Your version of hard work might be like, please to me. And my version of hard work might be a joke to you. So it's all relative, but, but, and so my point in saying that is just because struggle and burnout isn't, isn't required, that doesn't mean that it still couldn't happen, right? It doesn't mean that if you decide to try a different way, you're not going to struggle sometimes. That's just life. We can't control outside circumstances. So it's not like just rainbows and sunshine, but the point is it's not a requirement. So from what I've learned over the years and like what's kind of given me faith in this and my ability to kind of have this conversation right now is because I've seen so many people who've done it the other way. I have seen so many people achieve levels of success that I didn't even know was possible for women my age or in my age range with the type of business that we have, you know, online businesses, just like mind numbing success. Do they work hard? Absolutely. Did they work really hard in the beginning to get a business off the ground? Probably. But did they work themselves to utter burnout? Like, did they, did they have to do all that to get to the success? No. And what you see is you see a lot of people that when they start to really embrace this mentality of, okay, that's not required. And, and they kind of shift to like a work smarter, not harder mentality. Then success is compounded because they're not burnout because they actually feel like a whole person because they have balance in their lives because their business is a massive part of their life, but it's not their life. Like there's, they have their relationships, they have their passions, they have their hobbies, they do some work, but they, they work their business in a way that allows them to have that freedom and create success for them. 
So the more that I've been able to see that, it's like, oh, okay. So there's, okay, I see they, they're taking this path. Okay, that's cool. And the more that I've been able to see that, the more that I've been able to try it on in my own business. And I would say probably more so in the past six to eight months or so, I've really been testing this out my, myself because I too, like I said, I've been raised in the same paradigm as you have. I've bought into the same stories and the same mindsets and all the things, especially in the beginning of this business. I went from one story of burnout to almost doing the same in this business. And, and my results were trash. Okay. Let me take that back. My results were great. (laughs) They were, they were good, but compared to what they are now, not the same. And I work way less now, way less. And I only just got I mean, I've, I've had support in my business for the past year. I've been utilizing, you know, Kate came on and, and helped me a freaking ton last year uh, for most of the year. And then now I have Sarah who's transitioning to full-time employee next month, ah, which is so exciting. But prior to them, prior to support, I, it was almost like, okay, I, I have to do this myself. Like you get your business off the ground and then you can bring on support. So I just like, this is just the time where I have to put my head down and work, 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 work. And you get results from that. That's not like you're, you're not going to get results from working hard. Like you're going to, you're going to get something. And I did, and it was okay. But compared to what it is now is like, I would never go back ever. And Yes, there's a lot of compound success in that. I've been doing this over an extended period of time. That helps. So here's here's how I feel about this. And my advice for anybody who's hearing this and who really resonates with my friend's question and who is feeling the same right? Who's feeling like on the verge of burnout, or maybe you've told yourself the story that not necessarily you have to get to burnout, but there, there's going to be some level of drama, some level of exhaustion and sacrifice that you have to experience in order to then be worthy of your success. This is what I would tell you from my experience over the years. So Number one, you want to be so careful about these stories and and conscious or unconscious rules that you're making for yourself. I think I did a podcast on this. Man, if I was more prepared, I'd be able to say, go listen to blah, blah, blah podcast. It was definitely within the last 10 episodes where I talk about how we like we are in charge of the rules that we make for ourselves. Like we, our beliefs are essentially rules that we have in place that don't have to be there, right? God gave us free will, God, the universe, whatever you believe in, we have free will. That's something that cannot be argued. So our free will is our beliefs and the, and, and the beliefs that you carry are like these, another way to think of it are these rules. So if you believe that burnout is required, then that's essentially a rule that you're not going to be successful until you do that thing. 
and we do this all the time. Like I used to have this and, and they're so sneaky, right? Like I used to have this belief that I didn't want to have, but I definitely looking back on how I used to think and, and my actions, I had a belief that you, I had to be in business for a certain amount of years to hit a certain level of success. And it's like, who said that? <laughs> like what? Who said that you have to be in business 365 days before you can hit X amount of income. Like that's not a thing. And you can find examples all the time of people smashing that to smithereens. So my point is like, when you see patterns, it's like the burnout patterns of all these successful people that we look up to who have experienced burnout. It's really easy to look at those patterns and then subconsciously or not, say, oh, okay, so that's just how it's done. That's what I have to do. Or see the way somebody structures their business. Like, oh, she, I want her level of success and she has hired 25 people and is on these platforms. And so that, that must be what I have to do to hit that level. And it's like, no, maybe she hired that many people because whatever, like, you know, so it's really, really easy to do that. And they're really sneaky because a lot of these things you don't like if you were to really look at them, you'd be like, I don't believe that. Like, wait, that doesn't even really make sense. Or I didn't even realize that that was a belief. But if you look at the way you're acting, it's evident. So be really careful about that. Go look for other examples of people that do it another way. And if you can't find any, somebody has to be the first right? Like give yourself permission to be the person. We don't always need somebody to go ahead of us to then prove that like somebody had to run the four minute mile first, but they wouldn't have ran that four minute mile if they didn't think that it was possible to do it. Like nobody would ever set out to do that because prior to that happening, we all thought it was impossible, like literally physically impossible to do. But somebody was like, F that I'm going to be the first. So if you can't find examples of somebody running the business the way that you desire to run your business, queen, please blaze the trail and then let us know. Like, when when did we forget that we could be the first at something? Why are we constantly looking at other people and asking permission? Like, can I do it this way? Can I wait? Can I do it? Be the first. I'm talking to myself, too. So anyway, be careful about those stories. The second thing is, uh, again, other people's experiences are because of their old conditioning as well. We kind of already talked about that. But what I recommend, and this is kind of talking about where she said, I'm, I'm impatient with my results. So that's a tough one because I, I think for any high achieving driven woman, like no doubt everybody listening to this is, of course we want the results and we want the results yesterday, right? Like we, we all have these big dreams. We all have these big visions and yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I've ever talked to one person who was like, it's taken me a really long time, but I'm really enjoying it. Like I don't get impatient at all. 
like, of course, I think that's, it's so normal to feel that way. But, and I, this is something that I had to work really hard on last year. And it was that, you know, the, one of the really big blocks that I had to remove for myself because last summer I was feeling the same. I was having this level of results, which really were great, but because they didn't match the results of my ultimate vision, or they were, you know, pretty far from that ultimate vision, then I automatically equated to that to be not enough. And because I felt that way, then I had zero gratitude for where I was at. And it made the process, it made the journey it just sucked the life out of it. It sucked all of the fun out of it. Right. And like, let's take it back to our California analogy. So like you're driving to California and it's going to take it like you're queen, you're driving to California. It's going to take some time. That doesn't mean that it has to take you this very specific amount of time, but it's going to take some time. So like you could be angry about it, And sit in the car with your arms crossed, pissed off and wondering like, when is it going to happen? When are we going to be there? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Or you could say, okay, it's going to, it's going to take me some time. I'm not yet. I'm not there yet, but I'm going to be there. Like if I keep taking steps West, I'm going to get to California. I don't know when but I'm going to get there. So in the meantime, I'm going to uncross my arms. I'm going to look out the window and I'm going to start really enjoying the scenery. There are going to be some roads that are boring AF that I just want to get through. And there's going to be some scenery that it's like, no, it's not the ultimate vision, but it's really beautiful. And it's really expansive and it's really fulfilling in this moment. And it adds to the overall experience on my way to this destination. Another thing to understand too, is this doesn't really work with the California analogy that I'm loving so much during this conversation. But if you hear people talk about this all the time, you hear people say this all the time and you, and I know that you've probably experienced this too. What happens when you hit that destination? You already know. There's another destination you want to get to, right? You get to California, you're like, ah, this is really cool. I wonder what Hawaii is like, (laughs) right? Because we're high achieving and that's great. We are driven. We're bosses. We can like, we're starting to fully understand our potential and what's available to us. And it's everything is available to us and we're here to grow. So that's nothing to feel guilty about that. Once you finally hit this massive goal, you want more because that's just human nature. That's a really good thing. So when you can put that in perspective and remember that, then when you're feeling super impatient right now, you can just kind of like take a step back and be like, okay, listen, If I keep this up, if I'm feeling impatient right now, then I'm going to feel impatient my entire life. I'm going to suck the fun and joy out of my entire life because I know that once I get to this destination, then there's always going to be another one right around the corner that I'm going to set my sights on. 
And that's real life right there. Like if you're feeling impatient now and I'm not like I feel impatient all the time. So this is it's something that you just have to kind of take a deep breath and remind yourself because you hear I mean, I've heard stories from people in their 50s, 60s, 70s who who are like. Enjoy the ride. Because there's always going to be another destination. Like the ride is the journey. The ride is the experience. The trip on the way to the destination is the point. That's the point. It's not just a means to an end. It's like literally the experience. Because once you get there, it's fleeting AF. So the best you can learn to adopt a long game mentality. I think the better, in my opinion, that just works for me. And, and how I do this is like, okay, I'm not going anywhere. I'm God willing. I'm going to be doing this a while and I'm going to experience and achieve incredible things, but I don't know when those things are going to happen, nor can I. And if we could control when those things happened, we'd all be very, very rich right now. And it'd probably be a very scary experience if you really think about it. But you can't know. So I think just adopting this this idea of like, okay, I'm going to enjoy the ride. I'm going to do the things at a rate that feels good for me, that isn't stretching me to the point of burnout or ruining friendships or or sacrificing other values and and, and important pieces of my life. I'm going to go to pace. It feels really good. And I'm going to trust and have full faith and confidence that eventually I'm going to get to California and I'm going to have the best time. I'm going to take pictures along the way. I'm going to stop and stay at places and eat lots of food. And I'm just going to have the grandest time. And what I've seen, it's people who can really, really, really believe that and embody that, that then like rocket to California, like PJ rocket to California. And you're like, whoa, when did that happen? Like overnight success vibes. So how can you release these time limitations that you put on yourself. How can you release that? For me, for me, when I can do that, it serves me. It makes me feel better. It calms down my nervous system. I'm able to be more present and enjoy myself and not be, not feel that, that, uh, pressure and frustration. Now, everybody is different. So there are some people out there that thrive on pressure, that thrive on limits and timed goals and all of that. And if that's you, like do what works for you. If the hustle vibe and hustle mentality works for you, hustle your little heart out. And that's what we need to understand. Like for some people, they want to do that. And that's great. But if you see that and you make that mean that that's what you have to do to to achieve this stuff, 
and that doesn't work for you, you're going to have a hard time. And it's not going to be fun. So I hope if you take anything from this podcast, it's just that we're all different. And I think part of the gift of this experience of growing a business and just being a human in general is really owning what it is that you want and how you want to live your life. And that includes how you want to grow your business in line with your values and something about really aligning to what you want, not what your mama wants, not what your coach wants, not what whoever thinks you should do it in whatever way. But whenever you're able to do it your way and own it and feel good about it, time collapses. It is it is such a mind F <laughs> when you detach from time, it collapses. It's like the craziest thing. It makes no sense, but it makes all the sense. It's just weird. It's crazy. It's magic. So long game mentality, take that pressure off of yourself. I think it's important too that to, to look at the way that you're working your business for sure. And this is why I said like, you know, can we adopt instead of like a work harder mentality, like to, to achieve more, we have to work harder, but let's, let's think another way. Like let's go down the path of work smarter, not harder. So this was a big thing that I had to come to grips with because I, in the beginning of my business, I took so much pride in doing it all myself. I, I wanted it to be part of my story that I built my business to X by myself, solopreneur, like all on my own. That felt good to me. I wanted that to be part, you know, I want, I wanted that to be like what I was known for, but then I was doing it for a good year, two years and realized like for what, <laughs> that's actually not what I want. Would that be cool if it worked? Sure. It sounds great in a podcast interview to be like, I worked my, you know, I got my business to this all by myself. No help from anybody else. I cleaned my house. I fed my kids. I homeschooled them. I shaved my legs. I washed my hair every day and I grew my business to eczema. And it's like, who cares? <laughs> Why? And there are some, there are some freaks of nature, bosses, queens who like that's, that's what they do. And wow, I, I bow down, but that ain't me. And I had to have like a serious come to Jesus moment. Like, okay, I either keep doing what I'm doing now and get more of the same. Like you do more of the same, you're going to get more of the same. I can keep doing that or I can pivot in some way. And I chose a pivot. And what the pivot looked like was releasing this story of that I had to do it all on my own and bringing people on who were a lot smarter and better at the things that I didn't want to do for support. That way I could do the things that I'm good at, which is creating content and doing these podcasts and engaging with you and creating programs and all of these things that light me up and also actually move the needle in my business. So what I see a lot with some of the women that I work with is, yeah, they're working themselves to the bone, but a lot of the things that they're doing are not needle movers, right? They have these to-do lists, 10, 20, 30 
notches long and it's all stuff that it's like that's doing nothing for you like filling out your calendar or responding to a bunch of emails or I don't know what's like other busy work um uploading videos into Facebook groups or all of these little things that like they serve a purpose and maybe they need to be done in in a certain amount of time but they're not generating revenue or building like no and trust with the people that are going to generate revenue in your business that is needle moving activities so what i had to do was finally bring on support so that they could do the things to keep the business running on the back end, responding to the emails, getting back, you know, customer service type stuff, helping people log into programs or get links to different things or whatever the thing is, uploading videos after I do trainings, little things like that, that it's not hard to do. It doesn't take long, but it certainly adds up and it certainly sucks life out of you and creative flow and juices. And when I was able to do that, then I mean, when I tell you like my job each week is to show up for calls, create content and then like a handful of other things because we're shifting, we're moving my business on a Kajabi. So there are some things that I have to do with that, but that's it. That is a dream. That is a freaking dream. That is working smarter, not harder. So Whatever story you have that you have to be at this level before you can have somebody come on and help you and take things off your plate, question it. Because what I've seen in my business and so many others is once, even if they can't, even if they don't have like a ton of financial overflow, when they bring on somebody to support them, even just for a few hours a week, like you don't have to start full time, like start with five, 10 hours a week, see what that buys you or somebody to clean the house or somebody to help you with the kids so you can take calls or whatever that looks like, you're going to generate more revenue, which means you're able to create more support. But a lot of people have this like backwards mindset of like, no, I have to be making this much money and then I can bring somebody on. It's like, how are you going to get to that level? Because you're already exhausted and you're nowhere close to that. So like, are you going to make more hours in the day? And that's where this like work harder mentality, it doesn't, it's, it, it, it's not true because you can only get to a certain point. You can only push yourself so far and, and you'll see like, it doesn't create more in most cases. So I would look at like, what can you do that's going to save you time? shift from trying to save money to saving time. It all, it blows my mind when women are like, I need help. I need support, but I need to pay off my car first, or I need to have all this credit card debt or, or whatever. And like, okay, that's fine. But to, to prioritize debt before making money does not compute to me. Like you don't have enough money to pay off the debt or you have just enough to pay off the debt, but like you're not making more money. Do you see what I'm saying? And like some people that that's their journey, fine. But that's another outdated paradigm. It's like, or another way to get to paying off your debt a lot faster would be to make more money. (laughs) 
now. Hello. <laughs> Make a lot more money and pay off the debt faster instead of paying off a hundred dollars a month and making this rule that you can't do something in your life that's going to make your life better until 37 months go by and you finally paid off the computer or whatever the frick. Like, come on. So anyway, that's my little riff on that. Um, the struggle, the burnout, it's its not a requirement. It's an option and it is it will always be available to you. So it's not like just because it's not a requirement doesn't mean that you can't choose it. You'll always be able to choose it. It's just, do you want to do it or not? Do you want to pick that up or do you want to try something else? Some things to think about. Anyway, I have a call, so I have to run, but I hope you enjoyed this. I hope this served you. If so, I would love to hear from you. You can always DM me at Allie I Reeves on Instagram, leave me a review or whatever you want to do. But I, if you're feeling funky like me and so many other women, we are going to be better soon. I hope you feel better. If you're happy, I am happy for you and I will see you here next week. Mwah. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team, or even better, dropping me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Reeves. And or you can join us in the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group. See you back here next week.